Welcome to the One Year Bible Weekly Devotional, based on the October 19th through 25th readings in the One Year Bible Reading Plan. The Lord's Servant Initial Impressions Being the Lord's Servant isn't easy. It requires commitment. It requires discernment. It requires trust. It requires you to speak sometimes and to listen other times. It requires you to rely on the wisdom of God's word rather than on the wisdom of man's world. It requires you to seek the wisdom of scripture over the wisdom of culture. It requires you to be more committed to God than you are to yourself. So, all that being the case, on what do you rely? What do you seek? To what are you committed? If it's easier to speak but better not to, what do you do? If it's easier to remain silent, but better not to, what do you do? As the Lord's servant, do you say what serves the Lord, or do you say what serves yourself? Going deeper. As Proverbs 26.4 says, Don't answer the foolish arguments of fools, or you will become as foolish as they are. But then, as Proverbs 26.5 says in the Bible's very next sentence, Be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools, or they will become wise in their own estimation. So which is it? Well, both, of course. The wisdom of Proverbs is often activated by knowing when to apply it. In other words, in certain scenarios, the advice of Proverbs 26.4 ought to be followed. But in other circumstances, the advice of 26.5 might be most fitting. But how do we know which time is which? How do we know in which situations it's more fitting to do A instead of B? Perhaps another teaching from this week's one-year Bible reading suggests a possible answer. As 1 Timothy 6.4 says, we ought to avoid, quote, unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in, among other things, constant friction. End quote. Then, as 2 Timothy 2, 23 and 24 says, Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments, because you know they produce quarrels, and the Lord's servant must not quarrel. End quote. So how we respond to a foolish argument ought to be dictated, at least in part, by whether we have an unhealthy interest in it. And how we respond to a foolish argument ought to be dictated, again, at least in part, by whether we are participating in or contributing to constant friction in unfruitful quarrels about words. Because, as we heard, the Lord's servant must not quarrel. This does not mean we silently and passively allow inaccurate, hateful, or heretical claims to be spoken around us. Quite to the contrary, we should stand up for truth as Jesus did. However, how and when we engage in refuting foolish claims are what these scriptures compel us to consider. These scriptures also instruct us to consider the mentality with which we engage in such refutations. Do we guard the minds of listeners in our response, or do we somehow perpetuate the cycle of absurdity by engaging with it? Well, 
Are you fixating on a particular quarrel and thereby fueling it? We like to throw our hands up a lot and say, who knows? But honestly, there is often an answer to that question. Who really knows? Oftentimes, you do. You really do often know. And of course, sometimes you don't. In which case, you should seek the wisdom of others who are wise. Just as it's suggested in Proverbs 11.14, 12.15, 15.22, and elsewhere. But again, in many, many other cases, you do often know. It's not that you're unknowledgeable, it's that you're uncomfortable. Indeed, sometimes it's not that you're unknowledgeable about what is a fitting response, it's that you're uncomfortable about executing such a response. In these moments, it's sometimes the case that you are your own servant rather than the Lord's. Getting real. Oftentimes, we feel uncomfortable doing what we know we ought to do, whether that's opening our mouths or closing them. Typically, if we are the one who usually talks, then we need to consider whether this is a moment for silence. And likewise, if we are the one who usually lets others talk, then we need to consider whether this is a moment for speech. We are most comfortable doing whatever it is we typically do. But these tendencies are not always the wisest courses of action. Instead, many of this week's one-year Bible scriptures encourage us to consider not just that we argue, but why we argue. And, in other cases, not just that we refrain from dialoguing with others, but why we so refrain. Are we afraid of what we stand to lose? Are we afraid of conflict? Do we lack confidence in what we know? On the other hand, do we lack tact in how we engage? Do we lack patience or respectfulness? As several of this week's passages suggest, It's not just about doing the right thing. It's about doing the right thing in the right way for the right reasons. Are we a servant of our own image, of our own ego? Or are we the Lord's servant? Because although the Lord's servant should sometimes answer the foolish arguments of fools, it's also the case that the Lord's servant must not quarrel. So what's true for you as you endeavor to be the Lord's servant? Do you often find yourself engaged in an answer or in a quarrel?